This is not an expert podcast. The paper looks wild in a good way. Man, I need some art. Is that face important? Looks kind of like Elon Musk. Who, by the way, is no longer supporting uh, Kanye West running for president. <laughs> he was like, you have my full support. And then a day in, he was like, never mind. You don't have my full support. That like, was short-lived. Yeah, he was like, no, this is a bad idea. Because it truthfully is a bad idea for Kanye to run for president. All it's doing is pulling away people of color votes from um, a Democratic nomination. But he like is very in line in politi- or aligned in politics with Trump. So it's um, pulling away people of color's vote from a candidate with slightly yeah. more progressive ideals and filtering them to somebody who has the same opinions as Trump. Is he's he anti-vax. This presidency? Yeah. yeah he's anti-vax. Late, no, it's not too it's late not to too run late? For, not for third party. Oh, third party you're going to okay. write it. You could literally yeah, that's true. as long as I don't know, there's some qualifications or something I'm sure. I don't know. It's not too late. Um, but uh, it's a terrible idea for him to be running because basically all he's doing is making sure Trump wins no matter what. Yeah. Because he's only pulling away Democrat votes. Nobody who's Republican wants to vote for him. <laughs> so. That's true. I mean, it was Kanye. And, he's but he's essentially Canada. another Trump. So he's taking. Trump is probably like, yo, you should run, votes. dude. You should run. He's probably being sponsored. I mean, he's obviously being sponsored by Trump. I mean, at least encouraged. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a dangerous thing. Yeah. Dangerous, dangerous. He needs every little inking help that he can get from anywhere. Well, get the Joe Biden needs anymore. it. Like, he would he would give him China to uh, America to China if they were going to help him win this election. Which he already did they the same probably the... will. And he probably will, too. So, you know, he probably already has. Or Russia, to be honest. I genuinely feel like um, a lot of uh, Republicans have been very upset by the economy collapsing. Uh, That basically, I mean, basically that gives him like a 98% chance of not being reelected. If the economy collapses and you go into a recession while you're president, it drastically, I'm not even, it's maybe not 98%, but it's like 88%. It makes it like an 88% chance that you will not get reelected. Yeah, because Um, people are losing money. Because people Mm. get mad about it, and then they get mad about, like, farmers get mad because they're directly the first people that are affected, and they they are a large Republican voter base. That's like the Electoral College was formed to defend them specifically, and so, like, people get mad. So there's a good chance that he actually won't be president because the economy has collapsed and we've gone into a recession on his watch. And it drastically decreases your um, chances of getting reelected. Yeah. Yep. So we're just waiting for the economy to go boom. All right. It already work. has. Did you know that in oh, the last fiscal has. year, Georgia has suffered a $1 billion recession? That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm -hmm. $1 billion, which means Kemp is most likely also not going to get reelected. I hope to God. Because, again, it it doesn't matter if you're president, if you're governor, if you're mayor. It does not matter. If there is a recession on your watch, 
you are not likely to get reelected. Yeah. Period. It drastically. I mean, most elections are split like 52 48. Mm -hmm. That's like the most that they get split. But recession ending presidencies, it's like 54. 46, yeah. 50, I mean, it's it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's, it's that's hundreds a lot of, people, a lot of, people. of thousands of votes. That's what Obama and Bush's were, because we went into a recession uh, on Bush's watch. And I mean, it was his second term, so he didn't have to worry about re-election. Yeah. But that was a strong pillar of like Obama's um, candidacy, was that like, I mean, you need change. Yeah. That was his whole thing change because you went into a recession with more of the same. So um, it's definitely like, yeah, it is um, oh, unlikely you, that Trump will win. Yeah. Perhaps before this whole coronavirus thing, but post or I mean, in the midst to of To be it, honest, I always thought that the only way that this guy was not going to get reelected was if something massive fucking happened in this presidency. And this... I think qualifies as something fucking massive happening. A lot of people are very upset with the way that Trump has dealt with. I think with. the death toll itself mm-hmm. should be enough for people to be flipping shit. And withdrawing from who? The World like, Health crazy. Organization. Yeah. He already started the process and that upset a lot of people. I mean, listen, there are going to be people who like blindly believe in him no matter what. But those people are getting fewer and farther between because people Have are upset by the way this is being handled. The even crazier thing about the Russian bounties. Have you heard about that? That report is not just like a fluke. It's been like confirmed by multiple intelligence agencies around the world. And it's like, yeah, dude, this shit happened for a long time and they knew about this. This is a separate but also incredibly interesting thing. Wayfair, you know, like Wayfair where you buy like furniture. Yeah. yeah. They have been um, starting to be exposed as a child trafficking ring where people will sell like the same cabinet, but they're all titled with missing persons names and they go for like 20,000 to 50,000 per and people are like, this is child trafficking, like, and you bid on the items. And so, yeah, it's horrible horrifying it's something that at least has only come up on my radar in like the past week but it's gaining more and more credibility um because wayfair is basically letting like this happen under their noses where it's like the same cabinet or like the same variant of cabinet and it's the same company and they're selling for exorbitant amounts and their names like the first names of missing people like one is from like Columbus, Ohio. One is from I don't know, but they're oh, they're titled yeah. with the first names of missing people, and so they think that like it's a front for, I mean that specific sect of it. Not all of Wayfair. Like if you buy an ottoman, you're probably gonna get an ottoman. But like if you buy one of like it's not the whole of Wayfair. <laughs> oh, I always thought they were sketchy. <laughs> but mm-hmm. isn't that I mean terrible, of course, but also very smart. Like, to hide in plain sight like that is crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's also incredibly smart for people to be paying attention and exposing that and being like, we're not going to drop this. Like, we're seeing these things that line up, you know? Yeah. Did you hear so. about that? There was, like, this one hacker. He was, like, 10 or 20% of, like, the dark web's child pornography sites. Mm-hmm. He just shut them all down by mm-hmm. himself. Get it. And, like, that's the that's a fucking huge amount. awful place. Yeah. Yeah. It mm-hmm. really is. 
That's probably like it was saying like in the same thing. That's probably the amount and data of like the entire internet as mm-hmm. we know it. They were saying it's it's more than that yeah. the Google search history is. Yeah. Like wow. just the, the amount that he shut down by himself was like equal to like just like that's what we call that vigilante yeah. justice. That right went there. hard. That's our that's our internet Batman. He's the hero we both we, deserve and need. Yeah, <laughs> we deserve and need. Very funny. I like it. Um, How do we transition out of this one, guys? <laughs> I don't know uh, if we were furniture recording. company, child pornography. You should leave that in because that's very good. This is not an expert podcast. <laughs> this is not an expert podcast, and uh, I'm I'm Megan. I'm Kevin, and I'm Dev, and it's your boy Michael. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't don't be sorry. <laughs> People gotta know the difference between you two somehow. The flavor. Yeah. I got, I got the flavor flav. Dev got the flavor flav. Uh mm-hmm. God, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Today our topics are gonna be brought to you by Michael first and Dev second, and you guys will get a very good chance to discern between their two voices. Because that's some feedback we've gotten, and so uh, hopefully. This clears it up for you guys. It's the only reason they get topics, and uh, for the rest of the existence <laughs> mm-hmm. of this podcast, they're no longer going to be presenting, so <laughs> enjoy it while it lasts, Log this, <laughs> Log this into your memory banks. This is it. <laughs> this is week two. Uh, we've taken a little break to give people a chance to give us feedback, and so we're trying to take that into account and um, push forward with hopefully some great content for you guys. Yep. So, Michael, what is um, your topic? Please, enlighten us. All right, so, you know, today I'm going to be teaching you guys about the most important theater in the state of Georgia. You could call it the State Theater of Georgia. and Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. It's not even a theater. <laughs> it's just the only thing I <laughs> No, it's, it's a theater. Might as well be. It's, it's a sports nice stadium. It's huge, yeah. You consider sports a stage of, like... Yeah. The sports, the sports field is a stage, and they're out there doing their plays. The sports yeah. field, the the soccer the, pitch, doing their dances. The, it's, isn't it a football field? Mercedes Benz is both, I think. Yeah, I think okay. they do both there. They do both, yeah. both Atlanta United it's and AstroTurf, so you can do either. Yeah, and I'm they sure, just like. I'm pretty sure it. they have like concerts there and shit too. Uh, that's what yeah, I was thinking is that yeah. they have concerts. Too. They do. They roll. They have a big stage and they roll it over the turf, and they. I think they can roll the turf off. Let's talk about the stage in Duluth where we went to go see the Jonas Brothers. That was the most incredible stage in Georgia, in my opinion. Wasn't that Infinity Center or something? Yeah, the Infinity Center where the Jonas Brothers <laughs> came with um, <laughs> BB Rexa and. Uh, BB Rexa was? Oh, you Dr. didn't tell me that. And Dr. Phil's son. Who is is an artist, a pop artist. He's a serious musician who wears a leather jacket zipped up with no shirt underneath. Oh my God. I poured him up to listen to his music. In that. His music was digestible. And that's about as much as I can say. His outfit was not. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds about right. So overall, one thumb down, one thumb in the middle. (laughs) Um, But two thumbs up for Jonas Brothers. Hell yeah. 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 Anyways, you said something about the... Most important. Some theater or something. The state theater. theater. The State Theater of Georgia, right. uh, Springer Opera House from Columbus, Georgia, my hometown. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It's uh Dox yourself. I'm here for it. They can't find me. <laughs> oh, no. It's not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never find me. No. Um, so you guys know during the, during the Civil War, Columbus was one of like the major cities. 
And people do say one of the last battles of the Civil War is in Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I did not know that. Yeah, so Columbus was a huge city in the South. It was the capital of Georgia before Atlanta because it's right on the river. And oh. it was right on the fault line, so that's where the waterfall was. So that's how they got all the power, the water. They got water mills and everything going there. Interesting. Oh. I actually did not know yeah. that. Yeah, so Columbus is As a huge town. As being the percent not from Georgia, I yeah. have no idea. I, I only knew that because I grew up in Columbus. Yeah. Mm. I feel like most people don't know that fact. No, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's standard. For anybody that, for anybody like, if there's anybody that does know, for everybody out there that just wondered what happened, Dev sat back in his chair a little bit and said, "That's crazy," and we're trying to get closer to this one mic that we can afford. So Megan gestured for him to come closer, and then he yelled it into the mic. That's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> All right, so yeah, after the Civil War ended and what was it, 1865 or whatever, uh, four years later, Columbus held a town meeting because they were like, guys, the war's over. We need some way to make some money. Let's get a public theater in here, like a big stage set. Yeah. Mm. And so they had a board meeting, and their whole thought was, we sell off stocks to, to fund this thing, and whoever owns the most stocks gets the name, the theater. Ah. Mm-hmm. Was it Jerry Springer? Also... <laughs> <laughs> so it was a Springer Theater, right? Something like that? Um, yes. Isn't he the one who does all the... Jerry, you're not Jerry. Now you're thinking of Maury. That's Maury. Oh. Jerry's like the rated R version of Maury. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. I guess I wasn't around. Mm. It was definitely a southern white trash thing to watch. No, no. I remember hearing about it. So I'm sure it aired on my TV, but I guess oh, I, they, just, they timed I just clocked out after more I was over. It came on right before, uh, I think, right before Simpsons, right after you got off mm-hmm. of school. So if you went to your room, you could turn around and you see Jerry Springer. They, they had the timing it down. <laughs> Michael's the rich kid who grew up with a TV in his room. That's what I just found You had out. a room? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I think I had a 10-inch monitor or something. The giant um, TV. 10-inch um, monitor? That was the diameter of my room. <laughs> <laughs> Insert dev. You had a room? <laughs> Just the same audio clip. Um, I was going to say, though, that that's actually a fairly common thing after wartime. The arts have a chance to, like, flourish. Because that's mm, yeah. how a lot of people would cope with, like, their PTSD before, like, therapy was a thing. Um that's like really common like all through the renaissance and stuff like the arts spring out of like that post-war time um because that's how people coped with mental health before you said they spring out oh yeah they springer springer. (laughs) they springer out of post-war time um because that's how people would uh, cope with their mental health yeah it was um, was an easy way it was an easier way for them to express themselves mm -hmm. they had a lot of like they got to express themselves after without shooting other people after world war one like they there came was back what? after World War One, there were a lot of like American soldiers. They came back from the war and they were like, you know what, dude, this is crazy. I'm just gonna go back in like the woods somewhere and I'm just gonna live in a cabin and I'm just gonna write poetry. And that's basically what they did for the rest of their lives. And get really drunk on absinthe back when it was the good stuff. Yeah, back when it made you hallucinate. Yeah, back yeah. when it was a hallucinogen. Now it's yeah. just weird alcohol. Yeah, now it's just yeah. It's not, not as fun. It's not as fun. But it was almost Jerry Springer. But it wasn't. It, it was, was a, his great-great-grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was an immigrant from the northeast of France. Uh, his name was Francis, France, Francis Joseph Springer. Mm-hmm. Or, if he's from France, Francois. Francois-Joseph Springer. I love it. <laughs> I don't believe you. 
Uh, so basically, he committed himself to building this theater. So what he did, um, he owned a bunch of grocery stores. He was like a grocery store franchisee, uh-huh. and he loved art. So like his grocery stores just boomed all of a sudden after the war. You know, people needed groceries because people, mm-hmm. everyone was coming back. So mm-hmm. his stores uh, just blew up. So then up. there were people that needed to be fed. People needed people yeah. needed jobs. People needed to be fed. Mm-hmm. So his he had stores all over. He had a giant boom, and he's bunch he bought a bunch of stocks, and then slowly throughout the years he would just like trade people and just buy stocks off of stockholders who became the, the majority stock owner nice. until he owned like the entire 100% stocks of the Springer Opera House. Wow. And he's like, this is mine's now. That's a game master right there. Yeah, he, played, yeah. he played these people real well. He was like, nice. I know what I'm doing and I'm doing it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so after, after all that happened, they announced he wanted to get this, this built quickly because it was, it was only going to be like a one theater, a one stage theater like maybe one or two stories tall. It wasn't mm-hmm. going to be a massive thing when they first started it. So they started the, the construction at the end of 1870, and they wanted to have it done by 1871. Um, there were some delays. Uh, one, 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 one minor delay is what they called it was a dude died because the, the scaffolding just collapsed and he just died. And then because of that... <laughs> that happened a lot. That happened a lot back in the day. That's like number three cause of death. Yeah, that's why that one was a minor falling yeah. on you. <laughs> I'm sure that's a big cause of death in like New York as well. Did you know that New York has um, over a million square miles of so uh, scaffolding? That's in their city. crazy. If you walk through lot. just like Manhattan, it's terrifying because it's just scaffolding I'm sure it's everywhere. a huge cause of death. There, I'm sure they've it? achieved some sort of safety measures with it. It's just metal poles, right? They go all the way up a building. Yeah. I think it's better than wooden poles. You know, in Southeast Asia, they use bamboo instead of metal. I've seen that. Because it's actually bamboo better. Bamboo is way stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plus, it attracts the pandas. Yeah. They so have you have an audience their, while you build. That's exactly. a grand plan is to just get all the pandas from the area. All so the local you'll see pandas. Like a bus of pandas just yeah. get out. And oh, a panda a bus. bus Could you imagine? Those it's driven by the panda bus driver oh who <laughs> loves her life. Oh my God. She's like, this She's is the best so thing I've ever done. This is like. Like a cartoon, and I just imagine right a bunch of a bunch of pandas <laughs> just strapped into like a bus seat, and they have like that X, and they're just mm-hmm. waving they their arms as they're driving. Oh, of course, that's great. That's I'm just watching cute. Kevin's face, like, oh man, we're already off track. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> what were we talking? Something about a theater? Hold on. Yeah, so that was a Let's minor. That back. was a minor delay. Uh, a major delay was they had a shortage of brick and lumber, which yeah. obviously that's way more important than the death of a worker. Then yeah, murder. <laughs> way more important. Yeah. But uh, it, fin- it finally finished in uh, February of 1871. Does it say how many people died in the construction? Only one that I found. I, I looked this up. I can only find one death of a construction. Oh. Okay, and I couldn't find the name. Dead men tell no tales. One I'm, death? I'm assuming there were more and they probably hid them. Mm-hmm. Which is why there are ghosts in that. I was going to say, <laughs> that's why it's haunted. <laughs> but um, basically, it was just like one It was like one little theater. And then it became such a big thing that in, the 19, in 1900, they renovated again. They added restaurants, office spaces, like a three-story hotel next to it for people coming to visit it. Wow. Which, it's all technically, well, it all was technically still there like 10 years ago, but the hotel is just abandoned. It's just, you can like walk through and take like little tours. You can take, you can take ghost tours around, mm. which I did once. Pretty interesting. Um, did you feel, feel a chill through yeah, your body? Yeah, actually I did. That's called the AC Michael. Oh man! They do. Oh, <laughs> I've been yeah. duped <laughs> by air conditioning. No, it was just pretty cool to see like the architecture 
you could see like where the renovation stopped as you're like walking yeah. through the building. Mm. So that was that was pretty interesting to watch. But and then in the early 1900s, tragedy struck the Springer Opera House. Thank you. That's all I wanted. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we have to trademark that or something. <laughs> no, we don't. Do, we we have, do we have the Do we have the rights? No. As long do as we're not literally using. As long as we're not using the actual audio, we don't Quick, have to copyright. Contact any. the Twilight Zone. Let <laughs> what, what are you about talking us? about? No, that's the theme song for the Blylight clone. We could literally <laughs> sing a song, an entire song that is definitely fully copyrighted, copywritten, and not get struck because it's, it's not the original. Us. Yeah. So, as long as it's not happy birthday. <laughs> is that copyright. still is that still copyrighted? Right I thought it came out. Oh. Oh, I know. You, I think you're right. I think it came I think off it was like very a recently, year or two yeah. ago, like yeah. not long ago at all. Which is why all the all the restaurants had to make up their own stupid happy birthday jingles, which I hated all of them. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Red Robin. Red <laughs> um, my heart. Yeah, so people started moving away from live theater productions and into the moving pictures. Movies became a big thing. And the Springer was not built for movies. Yeah. So in 1931, they had like their last, they had their final live theater production. And mm-hmm. it became a straight like movie theater after that. But oh. yeah. But since they weren't really prepped to be a movie theater, they just they started losing business just out the wahoo, and um, it became completely abandoned in 1958. It was just shut down entirely. Mm. They um, sorry. So they only had one stage. Would they just put one screen up and they would be yep. like one movie? That's it. Yeah, basically. That's all you get is one movie. This is our favorite this week. No, they had split screen. Four movies at the same time. Yeah. Hook it up via Bluetooth to your phone. That's honestly not the worst idea. Let's switch to the other audio with the movie. No, what they do is they had had four split screens, and then everyone had their cell phone, and Mm. you could hook up to the Bluetooth and use your own headphones to listen to the movie that you were watching. With an idea like that, how could they possibly go out of business? I know, right? They were way ahead of their time in in 1958. I don't even have my own phone. What are you talking about? That's why they went out of business. They were too ahead of their time. That's why they were too far ahead. They, they were thinking too far in the future, not enough present-day mindset. Let me see. The not future enough, is my past. Not enough day-to-day operation management. <laughs> too much big-picture management. Yeah, they were nothing but big picture people. They, didn't they were have just the Michael Scott, skills. no yeah. Jim Albert. <laughs> they were just Michael Scotts, all of them. <laughs> no, no Jim Albert. Just a bunch of Michael Scotts. Mm. Yeah, but so yeah, it was going to get demolished in 1964. But then a little group called, I think it was the Columbus Children's Theater. Uh, they had they formed a little board coalition to save it, and they raised funds. I think it was five thousand dollars, which is a lot of money in '64 to save the theater. That is a lot of money. And this was like weeks or days before the wrecking ball was supposed to just kablooey mm. the whole thing away. So they just they saved a landmark, and they didn't even know it. It wasn't even a landmark back then. It was just the theater. Do you get it? It's a little group yeah. because it was a ton of children. What is it now? It's a adult group. <laughs> It's a it's a big tall group. <laughs> no, the Springer it's the Springer still has <laughs> they have a they have a children's theater because I had a lot of friends who did that as children mm-hmm. and then they have their own separate like adult theater like they have mm-hmm. like children's theater during like the summer where it's like a summer camp and they like teach the children acting stuff how to yeah. be on stage how to enunciate their voices all that all that jazz jazz hands you know yeah stage stuff I don't I don't know I wasn't the an bop, actor. Bop, bop, bop to the top musical number they yeah. just run that all summer all the ha. Ma, ma, all yeah. that stuff. Does, um, the, does the Springer family still own the theater? 
Uh, no. Uh, who owns it now? I don't know. What Columbus, that Georgia, it. probably. I think it's it's owned by a corporation, but I think Columbus. Oh, really? Yeah, but I think Columbus mm-hmm. has jurisdiction over what happens in terms of renovations because it's, it's mm-hmm. a it's a landmark. So you can't just do renovations to it. And the artwork and everything and the architecture inside is still. They try to keep it close to like the original. Yeah. I'll I can I'll show you guys pictures afterwards. Mm-hmm. But it still looks. They still have like paintings and everything. It looks it looks really nice in there. Um, it's like so you're walking it, back. Who's it haunted by? Oh, you're just trying to get straight into it. I just want to know who the ghost is. We're anxious. We are antsy. Okay, okay. I will say this. There are many many theories of who is haunted by it, and I I know people who have seen a ghost, but not this particular ghost. Uh Like, my dad dad used to work there as a contractor after he left the military, and he was working there late at night fixing the AC, and he saw, like, a little girl appear in the darkness and then just disappear out of nowhere. And people say that it's haunted by a little girl who died falling from the second story balcony and she's still there like hopping, skipping around. And it's a cover up. Oh, it is a cover up. So this mm-hmm. is the Springer Opera House. The Springer House. Opera House. Yeah. And there's there's another there's another uh, ghost. I'm gonna get to the famous ghost at okay. the end and leave y'all in suspense. But there's another ghost there who's like a, he works in like he doesn't work, but he hides in like the tailor section. Mm-hmm. And so if someone needs clothes that they can't find or like a really obscure like prop or like a jacket or mm-hmm. something, they just yell what they need into the mm. sky. And then it'll just kind of like appear at the end of one of the aisles that they're looking at. Bro, that is the best Most ghost useful ghost. I Dude, have ever heard of. The ghosts of the Spring Rock Ross are really chill. have you ever heard of a helpful ghost story? It's like, well, it's like, oh, like, oh, it saved my life or something. I think most ghosts are extremely helpful and chill. We just hear about the bad ones because they're the ones that, like, wreak havoc oh, on people's yeah. lives. Because it's really easy to chalk, like, a helpful ghost up to being just, like, a coincidence or like oh i must have missed mm-hmm. that prop in that aisle before it's very easy to write off that level of helpfulness i think we also usually refer to helpful ghosts as angels what about casper obviously casper is, a is he an ghost. angel or is he a ghost is he he's definitely he's, a ghost he's, a, he's he's an angel ghost okay is he <laughs> a ghostial <laughs> he's a ghostial <laughs> <laughs> insert laugh track. Insert laugh I know track. <laughs> I know who Casper is. No, he's definitely is, a ghost. Yeah, he's, he's Casper not the angel. friendly ghost, but yeah, he's f- also fictional. But <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about. Hang that. on, let's yeah. not <laughs> jump to conclusions. Just okay. because they anthropomorphized a ghost to make it something that we can view on television and movies doesn't mean that it wasn't based on a true story. Exactly. Of Casper, the friendly ghost. That's true. Yeah. You're yeah. telling me that all of these horror movies that say based on a true story, none of them had real ghosts? I mean, those are all bad ghosts, but They're apply demons. that to Casper They're and demons. Boom. Yeah. I definitely think De- there's a difference between ghosts and demons. Just because like there's ghosts- a difference between ghosts and angels. Hold on, because ghosts are people who once were alive and then have since died. Demons are generally, have never been human, have never, like, they are... Okay, listen. I don't necessarily know that I... I don't think I believe in the whole heaven-hell thing, but the the ideology behind demons is that they've never been human. They've always been in hell with Satan. Like, that's what they've always been. And so they directly want to lead to the destruction of, like, humans, and they never have been one, whereas ghosts are people who have died and have gotten trapped in this like weird in-between space. Yeah, that's true. Ghosts are also not usually religiously affiliated, unlike mm. angels and demons both are. 
I think that um, demons are uh, religiously affiliated only because of, um, oh, what is it? Oh, because of exorcisms. Because ultimately, like, I definitely think there's something weird going on with people who have, like, demon possession. But who's to say it's not just a weird form, like, a very sad, weird form of schizophrenia? I think I believe in ghosts. I do think I believe in ghosts. I don't know if I believe in demons, angels, that type of thing. Simply because that would then, like, lead to believing in heaven, hell, God, Satan, like, and that just seems a little bit too too far for me to go down. But I do think I believe in ghosts. I think demonic possession is probably a very severe mental illness. That Um, makes sense. That doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Because nobody's been possessed by angels. Yo, that would be dope, though. It's Mother uh, Teresa. That, that is just, it's just Mother Teresa. Yeah, it's just her. That's Mr. It. Rogers. Ms. Oh, Those are all Steve people possessed. Oh, my God. Oh. Bob Ross. <laughs> These were all oh, Robin Williams. Oh, no. Bob Ross? Uh-huh. Actually, did you know that he was in the military? Yeah, he was a Marine or in the Navy, He right? was a hardcore drill in the sergeant. Did mm. you know that? That's why It's like Crazy. Uncle Iroh, though. He probably just walked away from, like, his old ways because something yeah. happened. I think that's almost like exactly what happened. Hardcore yeah. dude. Like, you know, like, that. it would be the opposite, complete opposite of what you see on screen with him. You know. It's, at, it's Uncle Iroh. I guess mm-hmm. so. Is there any other ghosts Sorry. in this place? Oh, yeah. So that, that's, 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 that's the Taylor ghost. Um, we just say this theater hosted many famous yeah. people. It had, you know, Oscar Wilde, John Philip Sousa, all those people. Uh, FDR performed there. Mm-hmm. And this name you might found interesting, a man named Edwin Booth, mm-hmm. who was related to John a Wilkes? very popular person that we all, not popular, a person that we all infamous. love to hate. Infamous, infamous person is what person. I meant to say. John Wilkes Booth. Interesting. Didn't, didn't um, John Wilkes Booth shoot his brother? I could be completely off base. I don't know, but he had two brothers. There's three of them. There's Edwin, uh, John, and then a third one that no one knows his name. (laughs) Maybe because he died early. He was like, we just watched the drunk history on this. I feel like we should remember. That's why I was thinking. I was just reading this this morning too because I had the three brothers pulled up on my computer. I I think that they were saying that um, that John Wilkes Booth shot his brother or tried to while he was doing a play like performing in a play oh. that does make sense because they were they were performing true but it was like the booth brothers they were famous back uh-huh. in the day they were famous actors i'm just caught recalling to memory my drunk history hmm. that i passively this is watched. why you never watch a drunk history while drunk <laughs> <laughs> this is why okay keep going keep going i'm sorry um but after the assassination of Lincoln, the whole Booth family went into seclusion for like 10 years or so. And then Edwin Booth came out in 1876 and performed Hamlet at the Springer Opera House. And when he died, some say that he never left the Springer mm-hmm. Opera House. And he's, he's like doomed to like haunt the halls until Hamlet's performed there again. Hamlet, I don't think Hamlet's been performed at the Springer Opera House since then. So Interesting. he's mm. never leaving. Is it still so? They're still doing plays there now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's closed okay. right now due to COVID. But yeah, they, yeah. they do they do productions year round. So they were like the movie theater thing, not for us. So they stopped yeah. doing movies, went back to they live don't do performances. Movies. They have 
and it's bigger now too. They have the big main stage, and then they have the the offshoot stage, which is a children's theater, and they have another little offshoot on the side, which is like an improv theater. Mm. Which I've been in that one more than I've been in the big stage stage because the big stage it's a lot more expensive to see place in there. That does make sense. That's interesting. I think I vaguely remember um, seeing something about uh, that as well. Um, that's it. That's all I have on my thought. <laughs> yeah. I think I vaguely remember this drunk history, and I'm trying to bring it like to memory. I don't know. I have to do some more research on that. But that is that's our topic for next time is the Booth Brothers. So Ooh. we'll we'll figure all this out. I like hashtag that. Booth. Um, booth Bros. <laughs> hashtag Booth Bros. But no, the, the Springer's been booming ever since. Uh, Governor Jimmy Carter made it the State Theater of Georgia on its 100th year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was made official by the government in 1992. Mm-hmm. And then it was made a National Historic Landmark in, I think, 78. It's still the National Museum of Georgia? Like, it's, this, it's, it's the State Theater of Georgia oh, still, okay. but it's just a National Historic Landmark. Okay. So I think just sense. it just won't get like Columbus. I think it's like Springer Opera House, um, the House of the Duty, the Doctor Pemberton's house, and then the House of the uh, yeah. Grandmother of Soul. I forget her name. Uh, those three places I think are the only national historic places in Columbus. Is there in Georgia? Or in, Columbus, in Columbus, just in Columbus. Okay. Georgia has a lot more, but I think those really? are the only three. It's all Confederate shit. Yeah. Are there <laughs> any other that. state theaters in Georgia? Uh, I think there. Are, I would. I think you assume, can only have one. You can state have one like theater. state theater, but there's a lot. But there are lots lot of theaters. theaters. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys been to the theaters. Fox Theater? Yeah. yeah. Fox Theater is nice. <laughs> I have never Where been we, there. Oh, we saw Wicked. Yes. There. Oh, you saw and Wicked I cried there? because I, I wanted to see Wicked for the longest time, and then we finally did, and I knew all the songs, and that yeah. was fun. It was a good time. Wicked's very. Were you guys good. sitting up top or in the bottom? Top. I think it's more fun to sit up top because you can yeah. see more. That's where I saw the Book of Mormon there and I was up top. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. Um, I really want to see the Book of Mormon, but I feel like I would just pick apart like <laughs> a bunch about it. I probably would enjoy it thoroughly, but then the Book also of Mormon is a musical, right? Yeah. Yes, it's a sad satirical musical. Um, I don't think that it specifically super revolves around Mormonism, but they're missionaries from the Mormon religion. Yeah. Which fun backstory about me. I was raised Mormon. Uh, I am no longer Mormon, um, but I was raised Mormon, and so I mm. think I would find it very funny. They wrote a whole book about you, Megan. The book of the ex-Mormon. That's me. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the sequel. It's coming out <laughs> in a few years. It was written by um, John Smith, Joseph Smith's bastard grandchild. <laughs> that's it. Boom. He had probably tons of those. Joseph Smith slept around so much. My dude, he knew what he was doing. I don't know about that. No, he knew what he was doing in that regard. He had Kevin's a plan. marking all of this stuff to take out. He's like, don't trash Mormonism. <laughs> Megan's family is going to listen to this, and they're not going to like to hear her say that. You're half right. Oh, really? <laughs> not, it's not about <laughs> oh, trash. True. We can trash Mormonism all damn day. I'm here for it. We can yeah. trash all religion. I mean, sure, that would definitely be some polarizing shit, but I am here for it. That's not what I was doing. But he does want to cut out that part for a separate reason. So, Dad, what's your what's your uh, topic? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Michael. Here. Just giving you guys a little backstory of my hometown. 
Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. I, w- I don't think... I think I've been to Columbus once, and that wasn't even, even like, going there. That was just, like, driving through. I think that we yeah. should make a little weekend trip, go to the ropes course, see a play, and come home. They have whitewater rafting, too, and a zipline. Uh, zipline, whitewater raft. <laughs> is more All in one day. All in one day, just... Well, it's only it's only two hours from here. We'll just leave at six in the morning and then get back at, back at like noon. That sounds perfect to me. The dogs won't need us by then. Or we can take like two days and like chunk it out. Okay. In which case, the dogs will need us. Well, I mean, like two separate days, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> a week apart. Yeah. <laughs> How far is Columbus? From two it's hours. Like, it's like two hours from here. I think it's two hours thirteen minutes. To Speaking my of which, the far. vineyard is also only two hours. From Boom! Here. We really have to go to that vineyard Let's again. Let's plan this weekend. I'm done. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. It's this only weekend two hours or away. next weekend? Next weekend. Like right oh, now. This weekend nah, is we only... should go tomorrow. No, we <laughs> no we're to leaving right now. So much tomorrow. <laughs> We're the recording's done. Let's go. Goodbye. <laughs> See you guys. See you guys later. See ya. Go to the vineyard. <laughs> that was our uh, subject. That was yeah. our topic for this week. We decided to uh, split Dev's topic off onto another episode. Uh, it, it is a longer one, so hopefully you guys will enjoy that one. But uh, I think you definitely will. It's yeah. a, a, some good talk. The State sure. Theater was a super good one. The, Spr- the Springer Theater. Yeah, it's fantastic. I finally figured out the third Booth Brothers name. What was it? It is a name that you would never. You, this is not a name of a person. Junius Tobias. Brutus Booth. Junius Junius Brutus Booth was the oh, third. Oh, you know what? I definitely feel like I had heard that before. Junior, their, that's their father's name too. Was Junius Brutus Booth? Uh, I can't even say that name. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Literally born <laughs> to stab. Somebody that they love in the back. You know the best part is the three of them. They all perform Caesar. Wow. Oh yeah. Um. What were some highs uh, of this past week with the Fourth of July? Uh, celebrating no specific thing. Yeah. Uh, I shot a lot of guns and drove golf carts around in Florida, and now I'm gonna be hard quarantined because I was in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, Dev, Kevin, and I and our dogs, um, Sparrow, Captain, and Miles went to a vineyard in Tennessee and just laid around and hung out. We, um, It's a dog-friendly vineyard. I don't want to give the name of it because I want it to be our little secret hidey spot, but it's about two hours away, and I think we're going to go back there next weekend, and that was just an enjoyable way to spend some time with the with a family. It was definitely good. Drank some wine and shared some stories, and then we went to Athens for the fireworks show. Because uh, fireworks are beautiful no matter what you're celebrating. And Even if you're just celebrating life. spending time with your dogs. Yeah, <laughs> just life. Which is life what is I great. prefer to but celebrate. What kind of wine did you guys get, though? It was a sparkly rosé. Oh, it was a so blush good. Or something a like blush. It was really good. A sparkling okay. blush. It was very good. Yeah. Okay. I normally yeah. don't like wines like that, but it was pretty good. It was very good. Um, it was sweet, so you had to let it aerate a little bit. Yeah. just to, But there's so many wines left for us to yeah, try, which is why we got to go next weekend. I'm down. We'll get our own table, yeah. our own bottle service. And we'll, we'll bring card games, board games, the works, so that way we yeah. just have stuff to do the whole time. I'm we'll down. bring Clue. We'll bring Clue. 
I'm going to guess it right on the first time. I, I was <laughs> yeah, so close when we played Clue. Close. Yeah. I had the person and the weapon, but I didn't have the room. <laughs> I was very upset. We're a, uh, we're a board game family. Uh, let's, let's introduce really quickly so you know that we have Megan, Kevin, Dev, and Michael. We also have um, our three dogs, Sparrow, Captain, and Miles. And then we have our three cats, uh, Yue, Jack, and Pancake. And then we have our hamster, Coco, and then we have our fish. And Let's snails. write down the list, all of us together, in no particular order. Ready? Three, two, one. Uh, Ginsburg, Pongo is dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I named Pongo both died. of the dead ones. <laughs> 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 They're both dead. It? Albert Bader, Fish is also dead. Uh, Ruth uh, and Bader are still alive. Bernie. Pa- uh, Timon and Pumbaa. I, they're, they're the two Transformers fish, but I forgot what I named them. Um, Bumblebee and... It's Megatron and... Bumblebee. Yeah. And then we have... Prismo. Um, Prismo. Prismo's killing it. Uh, he's living life. The frogs are Timon and Pumbaa. I haven't named the snails yet, but I was thinking uh, Disney bird theme. So Zazu, Iago, um, uh, Hey Hey from Moana. And oh. if we can think of one more Disney bird... What about what's what's the what about if the, you can uh, think of another the, Disney it was bird. Megatron and Optimus Prime by the way just oh. <laughs> felt the need to clear that up Whoops. we also have Gus and Sean from, yeah. from oh, Psych yeah. yeah um and then uh, oh I was gonna say if you can think of another Disney bird please email not an expert podcast no 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 not an expert pod at gmail.com. oh yeah because I thought pod sounded cuter than podcast <laughs> not an expert. Pod. Uh, also, podcast wasn't available, so we took pod instead. No, it's, it was about how cute it was. Yeah, sh- yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not an expert pod at gmail.com to email us your thoughts. What do you want us to go over? Uh, what should we name our snails? What should we there name are four our snails. of them. Two blue, If you two have black. any topics that you want us to not be experts on, throw it at us. <laughs> we also have a Patreon. We have an Instagram. I don't want to go over all of our social media stuff, but just know that if... You can conceive it. We probably have it. We will definitely go over more of what we'll do with those in the future. But email us your suggestions. If you want us Mm -hmm. to do something and like video and record it, we'll throw it on our Patreon or something. We're open to pretty much any and all suggestions. Once again, it is notanexpertpod at gmail.com. And don't forget um, that it's not N-O-T-A-N expert. E X P E R T. It's A N. It's not not a expert. It's not an expert. That's the one you thing can, where expert said is grammar. Yeah, you can cut all that out, but it's very important to me to at least say it. Not an expert pod at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. Do we have a Twitter account? Not we Twitter. will yeah. by the time yeah. this surfaces. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna get us a Twitter account. I'll be I made tweeter. us our little thumbnail, so if you love it, uh, send that to our inbox. If you don't, don't just keep it to your fucking self. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for listening in this week on Michael's uh, topic. We'll um, come out with another one later this week with uh, Dev's topic. Um, thanks uh, to my siblings for listening. Thanks Ashlyn and Hayden from work for listening. Um, my parents, uh, my dad, mom, and stepdad all haven't listened, so no thanks to them. Um, it's been real. <laughs> Bye. Not an expert podcast.
I'm not gonna lie, that outro, that was way better than the last one. That was good. That was good. I don't know. I think the other one's gonna.